those playing along at home, uh, Chris and I have been chatting for quite some time before we get stuck into this interview, but we are here to <laughs> Chris from Vanishing Point. How are you, mate? I'm good, man. How are you? Good, good, good. Thank you. Um, we've known each other for a bit now, and so we're uh, sort of catching up uh, on some old things there, but we are here ostensibly. Two hours of it. <laughs> yeah, two hours there chatting away. It is all recorded. I'll, I'll see what I can use of it. But um, we're here because starting this, what, Thursday night? Is it Thursday? Yeah, this Thursday. You're on tour for the first time in, ooh, how many years now? Oh, it's about four or five years, man. Mm. Yeah, easy four or five years. So, I mean, last time we played shows was back in 2018. Um, we supported Rhapsody in Sydney and Melbourne. That mm. was the last shows we had done. Um, and we didn't have Silvio with us at yeah. that time because he was in hospital at the time. So mm. we had a guy called Callum filling in. But, um, yeah. yeah, man, it's um, it's been a while. It's four years. Mm. It's been a while. So looking forward to getting back out there. I bet you are, and this is all oh. in support. <laughs> this is all in support of your cracking album, Dead Elysium, uh, from Thanks, back in twenty twenty. Now, yeah. uh, if you haven't heard that album, please unfuck that. People, go and check it out. It's a brilliant, <laughs> one of the best albums of that year. Um, but you are playing May nineteen at Suki Lounge, May twentieth, Stay Gold. These are both in Melbourne or Victoria, I should say, because Suki Lounge. Belgrave. Um, May 21, Enigma Bar in Adelaide. Then you've yep. got May 28, The Bright Side in Brisbane. June 3, The Basement in Canberra. Then June 4, Crowbar in Sydney. So you've jammed a few things in the I'm glad city. you got the paperwork in front of you because if you're going to ask me what dates were, I would have just gone, oh, fuck, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I know we're going there. <laughs> it, it helps to have that little bit of information there, I reckon. So. <laughs> <laughs> So you are just about to launch this tour. So, yeah, I guess what are you looking forward to and, and how are you feeling about getting back out on the road after so long? Feeling good. Mm. Feeling good. Pretty pumped to get out there. Um, looking forward to seeing all our friends and fans, more or less. It's been a long time. And, you know, as you said, like, I'm in Dead Elysium, we released in August 2020. So, you know, it's like a it's, it's a weird type of situation, like where whereas we, we feel like we're doing a tribute to the album, you know what I mean, because it's like so long after it was released. But we're really looking forward to getting out there and seeing all friends and fans and playing with the bands. I mean, you know, after two years of pandemic lockdown, we're just stoked to get out there. So whether there's 10 people, 100 people, 200, 200,000, I don't care. We're mm. going to play. We're just hanging to get out there. It's going to be good fun. <laughs> and uh, for the record, if you do, if you haven't got tickets yet and you get a chance to go, go and see them because they headlined one of our extravaganzas a couple of years ago and it was a fucking phenomenal show. So don't miss the Thank chance you, to see them because it doesn't happen all that often. So, yeah, please go and get out to any of those gigs. Now, now you're putting under pressure, man. I'm going to be like, oh, fuck, I better play a good gig. <laughs> <laughs> I have full faith in you and your cohorts to be able to do it. Thank very- you, brother. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but on that, you've even as we were talking before, like you've had to go through a, a bit of a change with regard to supports and, and all sorts of stuff because of the uh, the curse that is COVID doing the rounds in the music scene at the yes. moment. So I don't know what you can and can't remember across all the different days stuff, but it just walk us through who you can remember off the top of your head about the support bands you've got with you on these dates. So okay, yeah, sure. So basically, um, originally Black Magic said we're going to do the first two shows with us in Melbourne mm. for for um, the Suki Bar. Suki Lounge in Belgrave and Stay Gold in Brunswick in Melbourne. Unfortunately, yep. Geo's come down with COVID. Um, he can't do it. And as a result, because they were all rehearsing together as well, they've all had to self-isolate for seven days, which blows out the timetable. Um, I got a call from Hanny yesterday morning around about 7.30 in the morning saying, bro, 
we can't do it. Gio's sick with COVID. He's just got the test back. He's sick. He's not good. Um, I spoke to Hanny and Gio or, you know, via text message today yeah. just to let them know, hey, everything is okay. First and foremost, make sure you guys are right. You know, yeah. everybody out there is wishing them a speedy recovery. It is what it is. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Um, these things are, are to be expected, I suppose, in the climate. So um, we will catch up with them in the future and do some shows together. Yeah. Um, that's going to happen. Um, but in the meantime, so one of the bands is going to open up on Friday night, Carthus. We've got them opening up, um, opening up on the Thursday night and we put Ironstone up for Bill. Yep. The direct support to us. Cool. Um, and then on the Friday night show, um, we've got Carthus opening up and we've got Steve and the guys from Wicked Smile playing with us. So we're actually stoked to have them on board as well because yeah. I really wanted to play with Wicked Smile a long time ago as well. Mm. And this stuff sounds phenomenal. So, you know, I'm going to be probably not even, not even playing the gig, but tour management we're also probably fanboying on the side because I reckon <laughs> that sound great. So, yeah. <laughs> so with that being said, it's 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 sad that Black Majesty can't make it. Yeah. Um, at the same time, we will make it up with them to the f- friends and fans in the future, but it's good to have Wicked Smile on the bill with us. Mm. And, man, and they're quick. Like, I rang the guys yesterday. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's um, it's a good thing after all these years we still have each other's phone numbers. Yeah. So, uh, you know, we don't have to go through managers and all this bullshit. It's like, hey, man, um, what are you doing Friday night? Oh, what's going on? Want to play a gig? Oh, get in touch with the guys. And within, like, 20 minutes, it's like, yeah, we'll do the gig. Sweet. Nice. Yeah, it's a it's a pretty good replacement to get that because yeah, their their album and EP from last year and I think the year before they're both fucking phenomenal. So they're absolutely awesome stuff. I mean, Stevie always puts out good stuff anyway, so it's it's not a huge shock. But that that all round all star cast and that band is going to be a very good uh, fill in spot for for Black Majesty anyway. So it all worked yeah. out. Well yeah, we're wrapped to have them on. I mean. Wicked smile, guys. I mean, Stevie particularly as well, you know, with, with the team he's got there, they know how to craft a song and mm. we believe that we do so as well. So it's good to have a band, you know, with us, like Black Banks as well, but especially with the Wicked Smile who have really catchy songs and I'm really yeah. looking forward to seeing them because over the pandemic, I didn't get a chance to see them. So I'm, yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm keen. just just walk us through because you are managing this tour as well as playing on it and and doing all this stuff as well so you're a very busy man when it comes to this thing yes and obviously it's hard in the current climate to get these things right just how challenging has it been to put this together because you've had this basically in the works since the album in in 2020 and Mm -hmm. push it out and push it out and you're finally here and how much work has it been to get to this point it's been a lot of work, but also a lot of liaising with people like Bailey and the guys from Destroy Alliance, the booking agent. Yep. Um, so they put a lot of it together and then there's the two and throwing like, yeah, this is cool, let's do this, these days don't work or this is just too un- unattainable because unfortunately, you know, with Australia, you know what I mean, like we've had this tyranny distance between cities, there's, there's yep. a lot of space, you know what I mean, and sometimes we can't get to certain places. Like we got messages on their Facebook saying, when are you guys coming back to Western Australia? Well, unfortunately, yep. it's, just, it's just too expensive at the moment to do that. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, working with a booking agent and then, you know, seeing what bands are out there and I've like got in my mind as well that, you know, I like seeing the younger bands out there to, to give them a shot because it's what yeah. happened to us when we were younger. You know what I mean? Mm. So it's important to not only play with mates of ours and bands who are well-known, 
but also bands like Carthus who are up and coming, bands like Einstone and all that. Mm. Guys who just want to get out there and give them an opportunity. And so it's it's an ongoing thing. You're looking upon it from a sense of organising but logistics and also having it to a point where you also have to delegate some of the tasks out, you know. A lot of bands will tell you that it's not always everybody in the band that does everything. There's always one or two guys who predominantly do everything and, you know, make the shit work, you know. So I'm the guy who's organising rehearsals. Um, You know, uh, for example, we've got a new rig that's coming up, so organising leads, and the leads are too short, so back to the place to get new longer leads made up and all that. And, And thankfully my wife is actually very proactive and helps with that too. Lately, um, Sylvia's been really busy with his work, you know what I mean? So I've said, okay, well, if we've got merch sales and we have had quite a few merch sales, well, then I'm off to Australia Post posting them, talking with people, liaising with people, then talking with the the bookers of the individual venues, input lists, stage plots, Mm. plots, um, technical writers, um, then there's booking flights, booking transfer to and from the airport, accommodation, Mm. Um, making sure even small things like, for example, if you're booking flights through Virgin, being an APRA member, that you mention your APRA membership so you can get that extra luggage for your gear, you know what I mean? Otherwise, that will sting you. Mm -hmm. Um, All these things come into it, you know what I mean? So the next week especially is a busy one for me, Um, all the guys, but myself, because the guys, it's like, you know, been in between rehearsals and these dates coming up, they're like, okay, yeah, it's all cool, whatever, but they've got times that the family's with for me. It's been like, okay, um, Hanny rang me yesterday, then arranging the, the you know, the changeover because Black Macy's couldn't do it, freaking out and contacting other bands as well. Mm-hmm. They can't make it. I'm like, fuck, okay, all right, no worries. Getting that sorted then delegating things like to my wife to print up, you know, the guest list. Yep. Um, you know, the band times are on stage, the merch list, you know, what we're selling, mm. all these things. You know, it's it's not <clears throat> it's not a really easy operation, mm. but the, the thing where I'm lucky with is when it gets to the shows is I've got the guys helping. You know what I mean? I'm lucky. Mm. And um, I've sent out the emails to all the bands basically explaining how I work. I like to have fun. I like to have a laugh. I like to have everybody on time and prompt. Mm. If I'm saying to you, loading is at four o'clock, don't send me an email like, you know, the day before saying, oh, can we get there at six o'clock? Because it's not going to fucking fly with me. You yeah. Know? Mm-hmm. It's just not going to happen. Four o'clock, yep. no exceptions. That's the way it works. Yep. <clears throat> so that's how it is. It's, it's busy, but... It's good fun. It's stressful, but it's good fun. (laughs) (laughs) How I'm looking forward to is just playing to our friends. You know, Mm. I'm really looking forward to just meeting up with everybody that we haven't seen for two years. You know what I mean? There's a lot of lot of people we haven't seen for two years, so it's it's just going to be good to say good day. You know, it Mm. really. I think that's probably the main contributing factor why we're doing this. Some people say to us, we're crazy for doing it, especially just <laughs> soon after the pandemic. We're just like, yeah. fuck, let's give it a go. Mm. We won't we don't try. You know, it's yeah. the third time it's been, you know, re- <laughs> rescheduled. <laughs> you know, threes, let's do it. <laughs> yeah. Take it while you can. You're this close now, so hopefully, fingers crossed, everything goes smoothly Absolutely. between yeah. now. Um, just a random question on that. Now, I don't know how many songs 
or if you have or whatever, but just when it comes to the album Dead Elysium, which is now the album you're touring in support of, you know, a couple of years later or a year and a half roughly, um, are there any songs from that album you actually have played live already? No. No. So they're all <laughs> no. <born there>. So <laughs> they're fresh. They're fresh with the fuck-ups. <laughs> you know, it's, um, yeah, we're playing actually quite a few songs from Dead Elysium because we haven't had a chance to play them live. Mm. Um, but we've got some of the oldies thrown in as well. We've got some yep. songs from Embrace the Silence thrown in, some songs from the fourth season, of course, and, and Distant as the Sun as well thrown in. Yep. So. We've got a nice little mishmash there, but the, the primary focus this time is is on playing the songs from the Dead Elysium album because nobody's had a chance to see them live, you know. Yeah. In the future, I suppose people want us to play stuff from Tangled in Dream and all that, yeah. you know, what have you. But right now, no, Dead Elysium. We're doing the tribute to the album. <laughs> <laughs> you did, um, yeah, you did put a post up on the on the band page a little while back just basically asking for, you know, what people wanted to see played live was there i mean what what was there a clear top runner for you but also on top of that were how often were songs from the new album mentioned in that little request pool there a lot but um oh. also there was a lot of there's a lot of songs mentioned that i don't think we've ever even played live like one of the oh. songs was live to live from um mm. the embrace of silence album which we've never played live wow um even somebody wanted us to play or they were saying i'd love to see Vanishing Point play their, our version of Pink Floyd's on the Turning Away, which we did. Oh man, we did that like, wow, I think it was like 2000, like 22 years ago. Mm. And we literally, that song, we went into recording studio back at Palm Studios in Idea when we recorded it and Tangled in Dream album. And we recorded that version like four hours. I even had an old clock, like watch that had this button, you press the button, it goes, the time is. <laughs> so tested, and that was like and went through the microphone and actually ended oh. up on the on the on the song i don't oh, know cool. what song it was but it was um yeah it was uh, we used the, the the clock on there and all that and it was just crazy and that ended up being released on a pink floyd tribute album called signs of life or something like that in europe and it wow. got a really good response back then but yeah somebody wanted us to play on the turning away i'm like well fuck, i don't even remember how we played that song so. <laughs> <laughs> that's cool, you know. I mean, that's us also interacting with the people as well to see what they're mm-hmm. like, and, and we look at these things so differently in the future. Yeah. When we get back out there as well, we'll incorporate more of the feedback we get from our friends and fans as to what songs they want. Yeah, you know, we might have to go and relearn some songs we've never played live, but mm-hmm. that's a cool thing, you know. I mean, six albums in, it's expected. Yeah, it's 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 pretty part of course actually, especially at the point in time that you guys are at. Just on that quickly, I had this actually, it's actually a nice segue because this is a question I haven't asked very often, but it's one I want to ask you is that you have got a, a, a lot to choose from now. Is there a song from your collection that you have not played live yet but would love to get the chance to do so? Yeah, well, it's actually on the Dead Elysium album. Okay. Um, no, sorry, it's from the Distance of Sun album. Yep. So this song is actually, we're playing it the first time Thursday night. So oh, cool. For you, it's uh, Let the River Run. We're playing that for the first time on this tour. Uh, it's yeah. a very emotional song for some of us, especially myself. Mm. It's about my dad and his battles. My dad's been passed on about 10 years ago now, so just April 24th is his 10 year anniversary. But it's basically about his battles and how he had a hard time with the drink and stuff like that. Mm. You know what I mean? And 
was like I'm having a conversation with him, you know. So Let the River Run is quite an emotive song for me, but we're playing that, and it's probably one of my favourites from Distant as a Sun, but um, I just didn't have the balls to play it for a long time. I just didn't have the courage to play it. So yeah. it's an emotional song, but I'm looking forward to finally just going, okay, time to do it. Yeah. Time to just go for it, give it a shot, and, you know, and 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 just ride it, you know what I mean? Because you can't live in yesterday for the rest of your life, you know what I mean? You have to sometimes do the things you want to do that is, but things that are scary as well. So mm. it's going to be a nice ride. It's, yeah. going to be, it's going to be a scary ride, but we're going to do it. And that's, and that's one thing we've decided. So let the River Runners in the set list um, for this whole tour, and I'm looking forward to playing that. Yeah. Cool. Was there a particular trigger for that, or is it just something that happened organically, or, or how did mm. that come about? Just, I just felt within my mind, looking upon the time that my dad's gone now, that it was probably time to let that go. You know okay. what I mean? It was yep. time to not grow up or anything like that. Not to, not to just go. Oh man, I've got to impart this emotion to mm. the crowd or anything like that. It's, it's first and foremost for me from a selfish perspective. You know, yep. to, to just go, it's a really good song and a lot of people have asked about it in the past, but I was always avoiding them questions. Yeah. Um, but now it's just like, I'm not going to avoid this anymore. I, I think yeah. the time is right to do it, you know what I mean? And this may be just purely selfish, but I think from 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 a mental perspective, I think it's time to just let it do it. Look, yeah. you know, let it go, let it do it. So... We're looking forward to that, you know, and there's um and there's some other songs in there, you know, that of course are some crowd favourites, and there's some songs like we're playing also If Only I from the Embrace of Silence album, which we yeah. haven't played in I think seventeen years or something like that, you know what I mean? You know, <laughs> so, yeah. so let's let's put it in there. So it's um and that sounds good with the new lineup as well. So I mean it and, and that's the thing too, actually dare I say, not changing the subject, but jumping to another subject about yep. this story is it's the first time we're going to have Damien and Gaston playing with us live because they've been in the band for yeah. two and a half years. That's but right. They're, they're they're just live, you know? yeah. so, so it's a chance for us to also, vanishing point, to introduce the new members. Wow. We've been in the band for two and a half years, but yeah. introduce the new members of the crowd out there. So, <laughs> yeah, it's right. a strange thing. <laughs> I had that like a little niggle in the back of my head about that, but I didn't realize that was actually, yeah, that's, that's remarkable to think about too. So it's a, the album, the members, like the, the whole thing is almost, it's almost like that, that, you know, Phoenix rebirth kind of thing for a moment. They're like yeah. not too deep in it, but yeah, I it just, it's, it's an interesting little fresh start all around. Is that yeah, sort of- we've been through some interesting times mm-hmm. as a band. I mean, there's definitely times in the past, I think that a lot of people thought were dead and buried. You know what I mean? Mm. But, but when we were quiet, we were quiet for a reason because we just I – I think that the band's done probably more social media activity in the last probably two weeks than it's had done for its whole life. You know what <laughs> I mean? Because we're, we're not really, you yeah. know, oh, look at us, you know, we're out here having a barbecue or, mm. you know, hey, I'm at the shopping centre buying a litre of milk, lol, you know, <laughs> check out the <laughs> Yeah, we don't like that. You know what I mean? It's just like we've got our private lives and we like to keep them private. Yeah. And if we, what we do on our personal Facebook pages, whatever, that's beside the point. Mm. You know, I can say that because I'm actually always posting shit on there. But yeah, yeah fun. <laughs> <laughs> you know I mean, like, you know, it's, um, it's, it's an interesting thing how everything's working. 
now because, you know, through what we've been through, you know, all over the years, member changes and, you know, record label changes and all that type of stuff and Silvio being crook and all that and then having two members, newer members, I'm not going to say new members because the crowd hasn't seen them yet, but newer members who have been with the band for two and a half years and not having a chance to play live because of the pandemic. Mm. It's it's a strange mishmash that, you know, that if I had time to think about all these processes, I reckon I would have gone insane. I mean, I'm already bald, so there's no chance of losing any more hair. But I literally would just go on nuts and like, this is stupid. Why am I doing this? But yeah. we don't think about it too much. We just go for it and play. Mm. You know, like we approach our songs. We don't sit there and say, okay, well, I want to, the next album's got to have, you know, four or five, you know, speed metal songs and ballads and you know, uh, you know, top ten hard rock songs. So triple M or somebody fucking is gonna play. They're not gonna play. So we yeah. just we just do what we do. And at the end of the day, if the song is good, the song is good. If yeah. we and first and first and foremost, if we like it, we like it. That's great. Yeah. If people like it even better. Mm. If they don't, well, that's okay. Yeah. <laughs> You've been pretty consistent across the board with your albums as well. Like you, you've you've grown and evolved and changed with you know new lineups and all sorts of stuff as well. But I, I think for me, out of the ones I've heard from you guys, Dead Elysium is probably my favorite. I, I'm not going to ask you to pick a favorite kind of thing, but do you do you feel because I, I looked it up? Like the band is getting close, sort of thirty years as mm. a band now. I mean, your debut album uh, in Thought is 25 years old this year. So you know you you're going back a fair way here what do you think has been the biggest you know not the lesson learned but sort of the biggest is that whole thing where i was talking earlier about you know age and giving less fucks as you get older and all that kind of stuff too but the whole the the go for it approach that just whatever happens happens is that sort of different now to what it used to be and and how much has that sort of impacted on things as the years have gone by oh that's a good question um Basically, when we were younger and single, we didn't have families, it was more a case like, we're going to Europe. We're going. I mean, I remember 2001, I went to Europe with, I think, about $600 in my wallet and I was going to Europe for four and a half months. (laughs) 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 Who the fuck does this? You know what I mean? But I did it, you know. I was wife some money when I was over there because I was pretty stuffed up, but... But, I mean, we did the Gamma Ray tour. We just went for it, you know. And then we had opportunities after 2001 um, to actually relocate to Europe. There was a lot mm. of talk about us relocating. But some of the guys already had partners there and they were getting really serious. So that didn't eventuate. With that being said, I met my wife in 2002. So it was okay and things have turned out great. But um, we still um, are very serious about what we do to a degree. I mean, like, mm. we enjoy creating songs but we still like having fun. You know what I mean? Like we, we take ourselves seriously, but not seriously to the point where we're a full-time business because we're not, because we all have day jobs, we'll have families, we'll have bills to pay. But when it comes to the music and playing, we always try to like, you know, progress and push a little bit yeah. with Vanishing Point, but it's not ever been a conscious thing that we've, we have to change our sound or anything like that. It's mm. always been, hey, let's make good songs and, you know, if people dig and we've got a great vocalist in Silvio, and he's actually really easy to write for. Like I've got to mm. say, as a songwriter, he's the easiest guy I've ever found writing for. 
Um, so I'm lucky in that sense. I'm lucky in the sense too that I'm, I'm playing with a bunch of guys who are relatively open-minded and they've got the balls to say to me, Chris, that idea is really cool, that shit. You know what I mean? Yep. That's fine. You know what I mean? It's And I think that that is what's important after all these years. And I've learned that, you know, when we were younger, we were fucking like driven yeah. and there was a bit of ego involved. Now, man, I mean, like I'm – I'm turning 51 in August, man. There's no ego. I'm just out there to have fun. You know what I mean? I'm, I'm not a fighter. I'm a fucking hugger, man. You know what I mean? So if somebody pisses me off, I'll tell them. You know what I mean? But, you know, it, it's more as a case of um, just getting out there and having fun. And I, I, don't, I don't know how we've done it for so long. I mm. think that because we haven't been consciously thinking about it. Yep. And we haven't consciously let ourselves be let down by the opportunities that we've had and the opportunities that have gone, you know, mm. we've just gone with the flow. I mean, look, you know, between distance the sun to dead Elysium, you know, there was seven year gap, you know what I mean? Yeah. We had Silvio in the studio and both his parents passed. Uh, we had Silvio, sorry, sick in hospital. <clears throat> also his parents had passed on. And um, that was a crazy time. Normally yeah. a band like that will just go on, that's it. It's done. Yeah. But we already had, the album virtually finished. We had the album finished since, oh man, 2017. No, no, sorry. Album was finished 2018. Wow. Because we were waiting on Silvio to finish off vocals for a couple songs, we had to wait. And then eventually, truth be known, Andrew, is we released the album one song short. So there's still one song out there where the music has been recorded. Wow. And Silvio didn't get a chance to sing that song because he ended up being sick. So the last song he did in the studio was free. Um, okay. Which was live, but truth be known, he really gave that his all in the studio. I was there witnessing it, and he was going for it, man. And he didn't blow his voice out then, but I think that that probably was like whatever was going on with him probably led him to go in the hospital as well. You know. Yeah. Was- so we're, we're fortunate. We captured an amazing vocal experience. Mm-hmm vocal moment there which is immortalizing the album for people to hear but yeah like looking back on it it's like maybe we pushed a little bit too too hard but mm. it is what it is you know i mean it's we're lucky that that things have worked out how they have i mean i've been in the band now going on <clears throat> shit i joined in 97 so after mm. Infold originally was was released i joined yeah. the band, and then i wrote in a piece with the band and then the album was re-released and then we did Tangled in Dream and that was released in 2000. So, yes, yeah, 25 years now. And I've loved every minute of it, don't get me wrong. Amongst all the, the pain, the heartache and the sweat and the blood and tears and, you know, being broke, whatever, I've loved every moment of it and I plan on keep on doing it. You know, I enjoy it. It's what I do. It's what we do. We yeah. have fun, you know. <laughs> <laughs> That's cool. Well, on that, because I know that you've been busy behind the scenes during lockdowns and everything else riding away, we were talking before, you got a, a fair bit sort of already underway for, for more to come in the future. So how is the writing going at the moment? I know there's a lot of songs sort of sitting there kicking around. So how is that going? And, and what's you know, obviously it's a very different time to write, or well, it has been the last couple of years anyway in particular. So how has that felt and, and what do you think has been any sort of, not to quote-unquote shift, but just the differences in how you've done it this time versus, you know, the way you've done it before? What you know, That whole process of the last <laughs> and, and how much has come out of it? 
it wasn't so much, <clears throat> sorry, just clear my voice. It wasn't so much of um, a different way of doing things. Yep. It was more or less the opportunity to do more. It yeah. was a lot better. Um, yep. So, you know, like I write a lot of music here at home, mm. which funnily enough, I haven't written much in the last two months. But that's okay because I'm slowly getting a lot of ideas in my head and I know when the tour finishes, I'll probably just like lock myself in my room for like a month, uh, not a month, yeah. a week or so and I'll do stuff. But during the pandemic, there was a lot of ideas coming on. Mm. And I actually share a lot of my ideas just with my Instagram, you know, friends and, you know, mm-hmm. fans out there and stuff like that. Some of them sound cool, some of them sound shit, but it's more or less like I found that if I didn't do something at that time, and I was would have, would have been watching Netflix all the time, would have driven me batshit crazy. So did a lot of music um, with the guys as well. Like, you know, we were doing Zoom um, calls and stuff like that. So there was always a communication about, okay, hey, these are the ideas I've got here. What do you guys reckon? So because we were all at home, we had time to, you know, have a listen to yeah. the tunes and like really delve into them. We've never been overly analytical about our music. You know, I mean, like it should have this, you know, section here yeah. and, it's got to have, you know, this type of crescendo and all that bullshit. It's not like that. If the song flows, it flows. Um, mm. We do have some progressive elements in our music, but I wouldn't necessarily call us a prog band. Mm. Yeah. Um, I just call ourselves like a melodic metal band with some symphonic yeah. prog elements. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> but basically during that lockdown period, it gave me an opportunity to write a lot. And mm. I think... Silvio disagrees with me. He reckons I've only got an album and a half's worth of material. I reckon we've got close to about three albums worth of material. (laughs) I mean, it's just stupid when you think about it. I mean, three albums worth of material, but it's it's a good thing to fall back on in case we have writers. Like, it's like, well, there's a tune here. You know what I mean? Mm. But, I mean, I'm I'm lucky where I I rarely get writer's block. I don't sit there consciously also saying that I'm going to write a song today. Yeah. Like some tunes I come up with could take, you know, a couple of weeks to from in, in pre-production mode from the intro to the end of the song and all the stuff going on and me writing the orchestration, whatever. It could take two weeks. And sometimes it might take overnight. Like the yeah. song on Dead Elysium, um, The Fall, I wrote that overnight. It wow. was about three and a half hours of work. Um, whereas Salvus came out from me starting off um, just with a riff, working with a little guitar plug, and I was just going, dun, 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 dun. it was just like, okay, this vibe's going in. Mixing Salvus emerged, you know, and I said it to the guys, honestly, it's a piss take. I thought none of them were going to like it. I thought they were going to go, what shit is this? But everybody got back to me and they said they should have liked it. I'm like, okay, well, we'll put on the album, why not? Okay. <laughs> so, hey, cool, you know. Mm. You know, music's a beautiful thing. You know, I mean, like, you know, as a songwriter and musician, like, I, I love the journey that I have with it, but I don't know when I'm gonna, where I'm going to go with it. I just mm. like to go with the flow, and it's always been that case. Have you had any songs, being a prolific writer, obviously not everything goes through all the way, but the, I've always found that even when I was writing myself that you'd have something you'd get halfway through whatever else or 90% done or 10% done, and then you'd pick it up a month later, a year later, a decade later, and you'd go and finish it off then. Has there been any sort of songs that jumped to mind for you that have, you know, been those really long-term ones where you've started somewhere and then for some reason it's clicked all this time later and gone, actually, this would work well, or even just a moment 
of a song? Is there anything like you know? Did I hope that makes sense? The the question I'm yeah, asking. Yeah, no, I get where you're coming. Yeah, um, actually, I not really that much, but there was one exception. So basically, on on the Dead of this album, I'm just trying to think the name of the song. Actually, it was Free. So Free, okay. um, I originally had it as um, bullshit, crappy, possible Japanese bonus track song. <laughs> that was the name of the file. Yeah. Right? And then um, and then we're looking at the songs, you know, for the Dead Elysium album, and we got recording in the studio, and we thought, okay, this is going to be cool to record for a Japanese bonus. So we started recording it, and, of course, the Japanese release didn't happen because of COVID. Mm. But then we were in the studio, it just wasn't gelling. So it was that old song that was creeping in, but then we did a lot of work and changed in the studio and yep. and worked it a bit. And it's actually the dark horse for me. You know what I mean? It's like the song that I've just gone, oh, man, that's come out yeah. way better and way differently from what I imagined, you know. And mm. uh, Silvio's got this saying, he will always say, no song is finished until it's recorded on the album, which okay. is true. Because, you know, yep. There's been times where I've, um, you know, presented the song to the guys and the, the other guys have put some ideas forward as well. And it's like, man, no matter how much work you put into it, like there could be this whole orchestra- orchestration, you know, whole orchestral section, which just sounds mm-hmm. just magnificent in my head. And they go, you know, it's a bit, bit shit. <laughs> and you're just like, oh, fuck. <laughs> you know, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it makes sense, though, because at the end, you, you listen to it and you just go, man, that's a good song. You know what I mean? Mm. And I'm not one of them guys who will sit there and listen to my album after it's recorded. I'm, yeah. I'm one of them that's done next. You know yeah. what I mean? I'm not going to sit there and overanalyze what could have been better about it. I know there's a lot of musicians out there who maybe do mm. that. But for me, it's just like, you know what I mean? Always look upon going forward. And I think that that's probably helped me as a songwriter and musician doing what I do for so long. You know, I'm not yeah. going to sit there talking yesterday, but Free was one of them songs for sure that had that, it was sitting there in the vault for about two and a half, three years. Okay. Before I went to, um, yeah, the Dead Elysium album. Nice. Yeah. Cool. You've mentioned Japan a few times and you were scheduled to go there. Um, obviously, the world had other plans. Mm. Is that obviously you had a great like the footage in that from when you went over there last time around? It it, it obviously was a blast and was a great show and all that sort of stuff mm. was there. How much would you like to get back there? And is there, I guess, another two facets to that question is what's sort of the highlight been to date? And then is there anywhere you'd like to go you haven't gone yet? Sure, <clears throat> Japan is amazing. Any band that tells you when they've been to Japan, will tell you the same thing. It's amazing. The people there are very hospitable. Um, it's a beautiful country. Everything works there. Um, we were very lucky that when we flew into Japan, our first show was in Hiroshima, which is a show that's on the video. We didn't even know there was going to be a video crew there. You know, wow. we didn't know there was going to be a video crew recording that gig. We were just like, oh, no. But a lot of people have enjoyed that video with all its imperfections and all that and us trying to speak to the crowd, especially myself speaking to the crowd, thinking I'm saying thank you, but I'm actually saying oishi, which actually means delicious or something like that, which is just so <laughs> But, hey, it's okay. <clears throat> that is the imperfections of the band. But So we had a really good time in Japan. The people were amazing. We sold out Tokyo, our first show at Tokyo, the club there. We sold that out. Um wow. 
which is awesome. Um, we played, so that tour we played in Hiroshima, uh, Nagoya, yeah, Fuji, Osaka, I think it was, and then Tokyo. Wow. And, uh, yeah, Hiroshima as well. So it was it was an amazing tour, and like I got to see Mount Fuji from a distance, and I got to ride in the fast train. So. The geeky part of me was just like sitting there going, oh, this is awesome. I'm looking at the speed limit of the train. It's like traveling at 375 kilometers an hour. <laughs> and everything is so smooth. And I'm looking at all the different, you know, little towns and the prefectures, you know, how they grow their vegetables, how everything's mm. just like perfectly aligned. I'm just going, yeah. oh, man, this is amazing. And that's how their, their, their approach is towards bantering there as well. Everything is thorough. Wow. The shows are early. Like, you yep. know, it's, it's normal that we go on stage around about 6.30, 7 o'clock, and by 8.30 we're finished. And then after that, it's like, come party, let's go have beers. And if they want to, the promoters want to take you to all the restaurants there. And, okay. and, you know, what's meant to be an early night ends up being a late night, and you normally get sleep on the fast train, on the, on the, on the bullet train the next day. <laughs> but Japan's amazing. We'll have to go back there. And it's only like a 10-hour flight from Melbourne anyway. Mm. Um, places I'd like to play. We've played a lot of Europe, but I suppose probably from, I suppose, a nostalgic perspective for myself being from Polish migrants who came to Australia many years ago in the early 60s, I'd love to play Poland one day. Mm-hmm. Um, we've been close to doing that several times in the past, but it just never happened. So that would be nice because I've got a lot of family there. Jeez. Yep. Um, I've heard South America's amazing. Okay. Um I'd love to get back to America. We played Prog Power there, and mm. that was an amazing experience. So, yeah, I mean, look, we've played a lot of places, and I think we've had a lot of great experiences from every one of them. So we'd love to, you know, revisit those places in the future. We'll see what happens. I mean, it depends. I mean, the whole world could end up having another pandemic. Who knows? But well, what we're doing right now, we're just like we're taking it one day at a time and letting perspective kick in and just being grateful for what we have, and we're, we're grateful that we've got the tour coming up and, you know, and if everything smooths out in the future and we can go overseas again, we'll be keen to do that. You know, as long yeah. as finances allow and there's interest for us to go there, we're, we're on. You know, we'd love to do it. Beautiful. Mm. Well, from old, let's go to something more new. And, and you got a, a new bunch of merch that you have. You've mentioned it before, but you've been plugging that a bit as well. So what's on offer for those that want to chip in and, and if they do see you or they can't go and see you now, if that's one way they can support you as well, what sort of merch is on offer now, you guys? Um, well, I'm actually, this is a scoop. I'm bringing out my first and foremost Chris Borchenko anti-coriander cookbook. <laughs> <laughs> it's where every recipe you fucking just napalm the coriander with like a fireplace or petrol. <laughs> <laughs> So we've got a couple new shirts um, coming out. Or we're actually already out there. Um, so we've had the Red Phoenix, which is quite symbolic with the band, yeah. um, you know, for a long time. So that was a really good seller previously. So we repressed that. Um, yeah. We've got another shirt, which has got a whole lot of elements on it, which looks really cool. We've got our first Vanishing Point beanies. Mm. Um, we've got our first Vanishing Point patches. Because nice. everybody wants to have their battle jackets now. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like all the old dudes, it's like, you know, yeah. getting out of the battle jacket that's, you know, the patch jacket, which has got the old accept, you know, back yeah. patch on it and stuff like that. And they're going, well, why don't you guys like have the back patch or something and then a little vanishing point patch? I thought, fuck it, we'll get them made. And this went really well. I was like, 
or, you know what I mean? So I might even get myself a back patch one, uh, a jacket one day just to put the vanishing point patch on. <laughs> no others, but just the vanishing point patch, you know? Just, you know, just, just to go against the grain, you know? Yeah. Might have an anti-coriander thing on there as well. I'd say you got to have some, uh, someone that's going to just say, fuck coriander. Like, <laughs> Oh, I, I, look, man, they, they, if we ever go back to America... because the people there's there's people over there i'm convinced if we ever play if we get the opportunity to play prog power again in the future i'm sure those wicked bastards over there are going to throw bouquets of fucking cilantro slash coriander onto the stage and i'm playing i'm convinced because one of my friends in america said that to you he goes you know you've opened up a hole you know (laughs) so it's all in good taste, but um, and we've got uh, also a new hoodie. Sorry, not so much for you. Oh man, it's <laughs> I just I, as I said to you before, like I love taking the piss out of things, yeah. You know what I mean? So for me, the, the whole anti coriander thing has been now fighting for about four years, it's got a life of its own, yeah. It has, oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, and people know if they're if they've got like pictures on there, you know what I mean, and and they're cooking something and. I'll see the picture and I'll just go, what is that green shit? You know what I mean? And they're just like, I knew you were going to jump on here. It's like I'm trolling. <laughs> but then I put a picture of a pizza that I made because, I, as yeah. I said to you previously, like I, have this, I did this social media experiment. I'm thinking like, you know, X amount of people are seeing the band post and me posting about Vanishing Point. Yeah. But it's not reaching that many people. People know about it, but not as many as I thought it would be. Yeah. But fuck it. Post a picture of a pizza that you've made. Yep. And it goes viral. You know what I mean? It's just it's just chip and it's a pizza that I've made with pita bread. <laughs> <laughs> of course, somebody will write, I'm waiting for the coriander comment in three yeah. two, one. And it always happens. <laughs> but yeah, so in, in terms of merch, um, we've got that new hoodie there. Yep. And um I've got a couple of ideas for some new merch, new shirts in the future. A couple of them are tongue-in-cheek with the VP logo, which I think would be yeah. good. So. No. I can't let them out of the bag yet, though. Yeah. I'm no. still thinking. <laughs> <laughs> well, keen to see much more from that side of you guys. Now that it's a, it must be sort of exciting, but also a bit of a relief to have the whole cycle going. And so you've got the album, which has obviously been out, but now you can go on tour. You've got merch kicking over again. Does it feel like the gears are turning and, and that whole thing yes. is getting on the, Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. It feels like it's, it's it's gaining a little bit of momentum. You know, for, for the small scale that we are, it definitely feels like it's gaining momentum. It's feeling like things are happening a little bit again. You know what I mean? Yeah. In terms of, like, overseas interests or anything like that, or speaking with a record company, we haven't spoken in a long time. Mm-hmm. Um, but just on, on a local front in Australia, it just feels like, okay, with this small tour that we're doing, it's getting things going. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because, I mean, look, I really don't care if Ancient Point doesn't play the festivals, big festivals here anymore. I really don't care. When I was younger, I was like, oh, she would be great to get on there. But now it's more or less, it's, it's more of a thing that just getting out there, having fun and playing and connecting with our friends, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Because we're at that age. So it feels on a local perspective that things are stepped up a little bit, which is a yeah. good feeling because mm-hmm. as any musician will tell you, the hardest thing is always is about losing momentum. You know, yeah. and of course, because we had album, uh, how could you say there was we lost a bit of momentum between the two album releases, seven year wait. You know, slowly catching up on things. You know, and then effectively it was actually a nine year wait before we could play live. Mm. You know, but it happens. 
Yep. Um, let's go to some fun sort of areas here. This is a, a different one that um, <laughs> you've got some interesting promo stuff on your social. So there's the, the video about you uh, playing to the toilets of the nation or whatever. I forget the actual direct <laughs> quote <laughs> you put in there. Now, that's a, a relatively new phenomenon. Is that, there's the video side of things. Is that a, a new thing? Who's responsible for that kind of stuff for you? <laughs> I did go through your page. That, that is just honestly spontaneous, spontaneous bullshit. When the fire is on, yeah. that's spontaneous horse shit that comes out of my mouth. If you, if you look at Silvio's reaction on his face, yeah. it's just like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's what's expected from me, I suppose. Yeah. But honestly, none of it's scripted. Yeah. None of it. It's just, it's just pure stupidity, spontaneous horse shit. Mm-hmm. Um, and our whole motto is, my whole motto is as well, is always it's been, especially when it comes to social media, if you're laughing with me, great. If you're laughing at me, great, because at least you're laughing. At least yeah. you have, it's putting a smile on your dog because, you know, life doesn't have to be so mundane and yeah. boring all the time and negative. So, you know, I just love doing stupid shit like that. But, yeah, no, it's, that's just typical, mate. <laughs> it's <just> typical <laughs> Even my wife sometimes just goes, what? <laughs> like, even at home sometimes with some of the shit I say to home, I just go, yeah. what? <laughs> yep. I think that's. that's um, I think that's a lot of wives to their husbands. I know that I'm included in that bracket, so that's definitely. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, my wife sees me play alive. Like when Simone sees me play alive, and she she sees I'm head banging on stage like an idiot. She's just going, "Oh man, tomorrow morning he's going to be complaining, <laughs> and you know I'm going to be taking urethins and all that, and then I'm going to be ma- then I'll be making jokes. Of course, people are saying, well, "What endorsements are you with? I'm going to I'm seeking an endorsement with a urethin." <laughs> <laughs> Situation all man. I mean, it's yeah. never a mundane moment, but we like to have fun. It's mm. if, we, if we were not having fun and not enjoying what we do, we would not be doing it. You know what I mean? It's um, especially the amount of money that we've lost yeah. doing this over the years that we've spent. The amount of times we've been ripped off. We've we've also in the past made some very good money as well, mm. but more been ripped off than made good money. It, that's normal for any band, but any band will tell you at the end of the day, you do it because you enjoy it. You know what I mean? Mm. It's 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 just good fun. I mean, I feel blessed as a musician that I've got this opportunity to play this music and people enjoy it. I'm grateful for that. You know what I mean? I can't complain, man. Life's, life's pretty good. Cool. Just to change tack, um, something I'd like to get out of you is what is a all-time classic album you go to? Just to have something to put on, what's that album that, you know, you walk into your collection, the first one you're going to reach for, what is that one? <clears throat> That's a really hard question because I mm. listen to a lot of genres of music. Um, yeah. I love metal. I mean, if anybody said to me, okay, what's your favourite heavy metal band? I'm like, well, how long's a piece of string? You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, everything from Iron Maiden, Number of the Beast, Scorpions, Blackout, Dokken, you know, um, Tooth and Nail to Back for the Attack, then to Death Metal, mm. um, you know, Emperor, Emperor, you know, Non Equilibrium album, then something from Opeth and At the Gate, Story of the Soul, then to yep. something like Tori Amos. Um, yep. 
I love a lot of different styles, but there's one CD that I love listening to um, is basically uh, Yanni Love, The Acropolis. It's probably one of my favourite albums. Okay. Yep. Yeah, it's an instrumental album. It's live. Mm. Um, it's, it's a great album. Yeah, nice. that, that's like it's a good ride of a walk. It's a good mm-hmm. wave ride of emotions there with what he's playing. Yeah. I love that stuff. Yeah, but I listen to everything from Celtic mm-hmm. music to sometimes it's a good pop song. I'll enjoy it and classical yeah. music to metal, death metal, prog metal, black metal, whatever. If it's good, it's good. You know, yeah. I enjoy it. And you were talking earlier on about you know it's it's good to help out the or. The, the the circle thing where you now you're the the older band and you're, you're trying to put the newer bands on and, and give them a bit of a push and stuff is there any sort of new discovery you've made over the last whatever period of time especially the last couple of years i guess when you've had a bit more time on your hands but what is there something you know a new discovery that sort of really leaped out at you it doesn't matter how big or small the band is but just sort of local or international well, let's go one of each okay sure um, so the one band that I've actually really enjoyed listening to uh, recently was a band that is actually playing with us in Queensland as a stranger. I like their stuff. Uh, Seraphic, um, who in Queensland as well, I like their stuff. Um, and, of course, Einstein. I dig what yep. they do. Cool. Um, there's a lot of bands. I mean, there's, um, I think, Freedom or Fear or something like that, or Freedom of Fear from, um, I think they're from South oh, yeah. Australia. I dig yeah, yeah. what they're doing as well. Yep. Um, there's a lot of cool bands out there doing stuff, you know what I mean? I enjoy that stuff. Um, the stuff that's in them overseas, I suppose one band that I've, I've liked listening to of late has been a band from America called Seven Spies. Um, okay. Really cool. They've got that, um, the vocalist Adrian Cowan, who um, also sang with Avantasia. Ah, uh, yeah. Yep. Her voice is amazing. It's really diverse. So... Mm. She's got an awesome range, but then she can do these full-on shrieks as well, like the other cool. just demon-like. Um, yep. And the music really backs it up, and it's quirky in some parts too. Mm. I like that. Um, another band that I've been listening to that one of my friends introduced me to, and you know, and they're just bizarre to the point of being a total head fuck. Is a band called Igor. Okay. Um, yeah, they're. They're weird. Like we were driving back from Eden one day, a long hour, long seven-hour trip, eight-hour mm. trip. And my mate put it on. He goes, "Check this out." And I swear to God, I reckon. And I'm not a drug taker. I, I don't. I hate drugs. But yeah. if I had taken mushrooms <laughs> and I was listening to the Igor album, it, mm. I probably would have jumped out of the sunroof and probably jumped out of the car at 100k an hour. It's just. It's insane. It's wow. it goes from like folk music to like techno, black metal, death metal, um, and then oompa loompa type of music. You know, like, <laughs> okay, just, yeah. You know, you yeah. can hear a recording in there, and then you can hear a yeah. singer just going full on burka, and it actually it really fucks with your senses as it listening. <laughs> You're just going. So anybody who really wants to be like spun out, yep. um, and you know, and please don't blame me if you hate it. This <laughs> band called Igor. There's something else. It's I don't know. I don't know what to make out of it yet. <laughs> it's so bizarre, but I'm intrigued. I'm intrigued. Yeah. I reckon if they ever come to Australia, I'll definitely go and see them. You know. Okay. Yeah. Um, and I'll probably just be so intrigued that I'll probably just go, oh, what am I thinking? I'm, I'm, you know, I'm, <laughs> but um, yeah, I reckon they're really cool. They're interesting. Mm. The other band that I like 
from overseas, which a lot of people know of, is Winter Sun. I'm hoping they bring yeah. out another album, you know, soon. Mm-hmm. I've always liked their music. Um, the Time, yeah. one album, I, I love that album. It was very, mm. I suppose it was a really like, awesome ride, you know what I mean, musically, and I really enjoy that stuff, and it had a really lot of cool elements to it. Um, so I'm looking for the new Winter Sun. Um, I'm looking forward to checking out the new Evergrey soon as well. Um, yeah. There's some cool stuff out there, you know, and it's good that post-pandemic now, or we're saying post-pandemic because who really knows, but yeah. there seems to be this window at the moment where it's giving a chance for bands to get out there and tour or release their music, you know yeah. what I mean? So mm-hmm. it's, it's a good thing. Yeah, it does definitely feel like the industry itself is getting more back to its well, level pegging, I guess, or at least it's worked out how to work within the constraints of, of everything going on at the moment. Yeah, we're well, trying to. I, I, th- I think the fact of the matter is that it's trying to. That's the main yeah. thing that's good. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's not defeated as yet, you know what I mean? So, And hopefully mm-hmm. we're, we're making that turnaround from the dark side of it. We've got to make a U-turn now and going towards more so positive. Yeah. More or less, you know. Time yeah. will tell. Time yeah. will tell. All I can say is to the people out there, you know what I mean? Like, if you dig what we do, like, come out to the gigs, you know, because mm. we probably won't be playing for another six to seven months because after this album, after this tour, we go back into pre-production for the album. So, you know, come come out and come and say good day. Love to see mm. you. Well, just on that, before we get on out of here, is there anything else on top of that you'd like to say to your, to your yeah, fans? Yeah, man, we've been talking so long that my computer... It's got 5% battery life, you fuck. <laughs> <laughs> They're as bad as each other. Right? Just, yeah. and, looking at, and, and we're going, oh, what? Yeah, 5%. <laughs> no, no, no. Um, what do I want to say to the people out there? Oh, man, there's so many things I could say. I, I suppose, like, thank you very much for sticking with us. You mm. know what I mean? Thank you very much for enjoying what we do and, and, and to the people like yourselves also in independent media. You know what I mean? Thank you for sticking by us as well because without you guys, we're nothing. You know what I mean? It's yeah. like you guys, I've always enjoyed watching you guys on Channel 31 and I always tune into yeah. you also, your, your live stuff as well. And it's great because you're representing a diverse range of music out there, including ourselves. So yeah. we are grateful for what you guys do. And to the people out there who support us and buy our merch, buy our music, or even take a moment to check our stuff out on Spotify as much as I'm not really a Spotify fan. Hey, I'm grateful for that. Thank you very much. That's all I can say, man. You know, we're, we're still here doing this. <laughs> well, I think I can speak on behalf of a lot of people saying, well, thank you for putting out the good music and thank you for con- continuing on when it could have been so easy to call it a day so long ago over the years as well. So thank you. Um, Appreciate it. Looking forward to the tour. Hope it all goes as well. So make sure you check them out. So it's Vanishing Point, May 19, Suki Lounge in Belgrave, May 20, Stay Gold, Melbourne or Brunswick, May 21, Enigma Bar, Adelaide, May 28, The Bright Side in Brisbane, June 3, The Basement in Canberra, June 4, Crowbar in Sydney. And there's a lot of dates there. Go and get your tickets. Make sure you get in on it. Don't miss this chance because, as Chris said, they don't do this very often and it's been a while between drinks. So make sure you get out there this time around and go yeah. and check them out. Oh, after this tour, man, I'm off to the physio. <laughs> <laughs> we were talking about that before as well. So, yeah, that's probably going to be a thing for us both at some point. Uh, genuinely, all the best. I hope it's an absolutely roaring success and that you have as much fun as you're hoping to have on the tour absolutely. as well. And um, yeah, anything we can do in the future, let us know. But otherwise, all the best with it. And we look forward to new music in the future as well. Thank you very much, Andrew. Much appreciated, man. And thank you for all the listeners for the support. Thank you.
No worries. Three. <laughs>